Hello, everyone, and welcome to my podcast, which is called Steps to the Spirit. My name is Chuck, and we are in season number two, and this is episode number 42. The title of this episode is Gifts from God, Step 1, Enlightenment, and this is part number two. So, let me very briefly explain our content here. We are kind of going through the steps again, but not really the steps themselves. We're talking about the gifts from God that I associate with every single step. I associate a gift from God. And in this first step, I have associated the gift of enlightenment. And just as a reminder... The first step, paraphrased in my, in my way of looking at the steps, is I admitted I was powerless over everything, that my life had become unmanageable. Now, the last episode, I spoke a bit about having come to the conclusion what I would call this gift of enlightenment. I could have called it a lot of other things, the gift of awareness or who knows what, intuition. But in looking at everything, I thought the gift of enlightenment fit the bill in the best possible way. Also, when I was researching and I found a definition of enlightenment that I could live with, it was the art of giving someone knowledge or understanding. Well, my friends, how good is that? In this step, I find myself absolutely hitting bottom for me and at my wit's end. And I believe, through the grace of God that's always within us, I have said, please help me. I think that really is all that is necessary, is to say those words, those three words, or four words, God. Please help me. And then I believe that, without question, he bestows on us the gift of enlightenment. So exactly what is that? It's, I guess it is a moment of awareness where I'm looking at the position that I'm in, the position that I alone have gotten myself into, and usually by... Uh, going along with what my ego wants me to do rather than any sense of what my spirit tells me I can be or can do. But now I'm getting a glimpse of who I am and where I am in this so-called life of mine. I'm suddenly able to get a glimpse of not being able to handle this life of mine, not being able to run it in a way that is at all satisfactory to myself or to those around me. I can't seem to go on on my own. I seem to have exhausted all of my possibilities. I've exhausted everything that I know that could help to make me a better person. Uh, if anything, I'm going more downhill. So I'm in such a place now that I'm willing, and I wouldn't say to do it, but to start 
the process of surrender. Believe me, my friends, this act of surrender, which I think comes as a result of the first three steps, not just the first step, but this act of surrender is life-changing. This act of surrender allows me to, let's use the word, remember. I was able to remember somewhat of who I really am, that the most important aspect of me is my spirit and not this human me that's mucking about and doing it all wrong in this life that I'm trying to lead and manage on my own. So now in the literature, when we it, it finishes the list of the 12 steps, and at the end of that list, it says something like, what an order, I can't go through with it. Well, it is, if, if I'm in this position, or the position I was at then, where I just couldn't manage my own life, and that I was powerless, well, to start working on these steps would seem like a monumental task. And I realized that in the literature, there isn't a whole lot about what to do or how to do the first two steps in the 12-step program. Uh, it says, after a little bit, it starts... And it says, now this brings us to step number three. Well, I wasn't quite sure what they meant when they said, this brings us to step three. As it turns out, after the literature says, what an order, I can't go through with it. Uh, it says there is one who is all power. That one is God. Now, I think the, the directions, <laughs> so to speak, that really describe the first two steps and how to and how or why to to do them are in a thing a little section called the ABCs and I would like to kind of paraphrase those now so they say a that I am powerless and I cannot manage my own life B and don't forget now that I'm paraphrasing a bit Probably no human power could have helped with our powerlessness. And see, wait for it, this is the big one, that God could and would if he were sought. There you have it. This is basically the 12 steps in a nutshell. And one thing I like about the literature and the, and the 12-step program is at least to me, it doesn't leave a whole lot of wiggle room as far as how I should proceed. Now, of course, when I looked at these steps before, I was ready to uh, change my life and to change my ways. I said something like, in my case, oh yeah, I can't handle alcohol, and yeah, I need God to help me uh, yeah, well, I don't know, I guess I can let him help and run my life and talk to somebody about what's going on and all those things, which were kind of just <laughs> kind of 
steps for me, uh, and but steps in a different kind of a way, just putting one foot in front of the other. But then I came to the point where we describe hitting bottom. And remember, hitting bottom doesn't mean that I have to be, oh, I don't know, in an insane asylum or living on the streets in squalor or, or sometimes the typical uh, vision that people get in their heads about somebody, especially alcoholics or drug addicts that hit bottom are people who are falling down on the street and, and unclean and unwashed, et cetera, et cetera. That's not what it has to be. It sometimes is that way. But what I mean by hitting bottom is that huge realization that I am no longer in control of my own life. I remember a story I heard at a meeting one time about a woman who spoke and said, look, if six months ago or a year ago you sat down, looked at yourself, and made a plan and said, where you are today is exactly where I want to be in six months. I want to be homeless. I want to have lost my wife. I want to have lost my job. I want to maybe have no money in my pocket and not know what to do next. If this was your plan, she went on to say, you are doing fabulously. Everything is going exactly the way you wanted it to go. However, <laughs> she says, if this wasn't your plan, this wasn't where you expected to be in six months or a year, then maybe, maybe your life isn't as manageable as you thought it might be. So I might call hitting bottom as just being in a place where it's the worst it can get for you as an individual. I personally was at that place. And I said, in my most dire moment, I cannot, cannot handle this anymore. Please help me. It was that admission, that realization, when God sent, I believe, this gift of enlightenment to me. And it opened my eyes. And it helped me to see where I was and that I had to ask for help in order to get better, to get well. Some of you know my story from that time and that I was sitting in a bar and asked for a phone book. And in the phone book, I was looking for an automotive supply place where I could find some kind of a tube to run from my exhaust to the compartment in my truck so that I could probably kill myself. And as I was looking in the A's in the phone book, I saw AA. I don't know why it happened to pop up, but it did. And I thought, wow. I, I called the number and found out that there was a meeting that day. I was in a strange town. I didn't know where the meeting was being held, and I asked, I think, the bartender, and he told me, oh, well, you just walk up this way and this way, and I was in such a stupor and a fog, I hardly knew what he talked about. And I started to, to 
head toward the meeting. Well, as I was walking along the street, there were two guys who, I don't know, I had a sense that they might be able to help. And they, I looked at them, and they looked at me, and I said, excuse me, can you tell me where this street is? And one of them said, are you looking for the AA meeting? And I said, yes. And he said, well, we're headed there too. Let's go. My friends, I had received the gift of enlightenment from God. And immediately almost, my life changed for the better. That's it for now. Next time, we'll talk about the gift of belief and step number two. Thanks for listening.